0: The Greenhouse Effect is a weekly podcast hosted by youth pastor Avery Bowman. This podcast is for teens and their parents. Our goal is to encourage, support, and strengthen the home. Contrary to popular belief, one can survive in this present culture while maintaining a personal relationship with Jesus. Join us each week as we learn from God's Word. Here is your host, Avery Bowman.
1: I'm coming to you here from the comfort of my living room, and I'm extremely excited to be here on episode number four. And this week, we're going to be talking about seeing the need and taking the lead. And I wanted to ask you just starting out here, what are some areas in life that you know need improvement, but sometimes that you just flat out neglect those areas? And so many times, whether it's a weight loss journey, or whether it's Um, an area at the workplace. And you think to yourself, I know that this could use some correction. I know that I could improve in this area and I'll I'll put it on the back burner and get to it later. And you never get to it, right? And so many times we do that in a lot of different areas of our life. And that is Satan's greatest desire when it comes to the raising and rearing of our children is that We see that something needs addressed or something needs taken care of, and we never get to actually addressing the issue or taking care of the issue. I want to direct your attention to a couple different verses here, but Psalms 91, 7 through 9 says, A thousand shall fall at thy side, and ten thousand at thy right hand, but it shall not come nigh thee. Only with thine eyes shalt thou behold and see the reward of the wicked because thou hast made the Lord which is my refuge even the most high thy habitation See we have to find comfort and peace and and f- complete rest in the Lord He is our safe place he is our refuge in the craziness and uncertainties of this life And when you think about a greenhouse The greenhouse is the safety from the elements of the life. And the Lord is our our safe place. He's our refuge. He's our hiding place. I find it interesting at times how it is easy to rise to the occasion at a workplace for our boss. But when it comes to stepping up and delivering spiritually for our family, it's so hard for us to do so. Why is that? It is because Satan is a manipulator and his tactics are ever so strong. And we have to pinpoint that and address that and understand that. Parents, we are the key to the spiritual health, nurture, and stability of our children. Quite literally being the link between Christianity of the Bible and Christianity of the next generation. Think about that again. We are the link between Christianity of the Bible and Christianity of the next generation in the life of our children. We can't always control the adult choices that our children might make down the road, but we can control our own choices while we are raising them. More than anything else, your children need you. They need to see you living out your salvation on a daily basis. They need to see you attending church and being active and serving. Your children need absolute truth. God has given parents a unique gift of understanding their children and allowing them to understand absolute truth. You understand your children like nobody else does. They, they talk about the mother's intuition. And so many times when an individual, a child is sick, and even you take them to the doctors and the doctors are trying to figure out what's going on, Well, if the dad were to take a child to the doctor, even a dad's not going to be able to explain to the doctor exactly what's going on like a mother would be able to, because a mother just knows a child so well. She knows exactly how her son or daughter operates on a daily basis, and she knows when things aren't right, and so she is able to explain those things to the doctor in an absolute perfect thing. And from a spiritual sense, God has given every single child a set of parents that understands them and knows them. And we have to understand that, hey, look, God has given us these children and he has given the exact children to us that he entrusted us with. And it is our job to get to know them personally and to train them and to work with them and to spend time with them. And to tap into that. We have a truth crisis in our day and age. We live in a society that has completely eroded away the moral and biblical foundation upon which our nation, our freedoms, and our hope was established. For the most part, Bible truth is a foreign concept in our culture. In just a few short decades, our television sets have redefined the American family. In the 50s and 60s, TV shows portrayed a relatively clean and moral picture of the home. Yet in our new millennium, our children are learning what a family is from a dysfunctional living room of all kinds of these TV shows. They're everywhere. You see dads and dads and moms and moms. Consider this. We live in a country where you can legally kill an unborn baby yet also stand on trial for killing an unborn baby. Man, where has the confusion gone? We're living in a sad time. We're living where relativism is there, and it's sad. Over the last century, the Bible has slowly been eroding away from society and even in our Christian circles. And as a result, your generation my generation and those who come behind us have been gradually lured away from God's definition of absolute truth to a watered down relativism. Relativism is extremely dangerous because it is that concept of every man did that which was right in his own eyes. In short, we are facing a truth crisis. There has to be absolute truth. There has to be that source or that guide or 100% there is a source, and we know what that is. However, there are times that we don't tap into it. We have become parents who are afraid to teach our kids any absolutes for fear that they might reject us. We're too busy building our careers, paying for toys and hobbies, and getting things, all while our children are growing up with things But things don't nurture, they don't train, they don't build them spiritually. Things don't address the most pressing issues of their hearts, the spiritual issues that will determine the outcome of their lives. One thing I've noticed in working in youth ministry is a very disturbing trend, and this is what it is. Rather than laboring to help teens believe the Bible and obey their parents, I find myself laboring to challenge parents to believe the Bible and obey their God. All too often in youth ministry, I find myself in uncomfortable positions of challenging teens to pursue a God that their parents aren't even pursuing, to love a God supremely who their parents only love on special occasions. Trying to lead a teen to a life full of commitment to Christ when at home they're being taught a nonchalant commitment. In many Christian homes, God ranks right up there with little league practice, night classes, and music lessons, and often gets pushed aside on the whim of any of the above. He is more of a hobby that fits into their schedule more than the central focus, passion, and purpose of their schedule. The church can only reinforce What your kids are learning from you at home as a youth pastor it's not my responsibility to step in and be the parent that is not my desire even i simply want to support the parents work that they are doing at home i've heard it said and it's so true that no ministry can build a spiritual tower where there is no spiritual foundation parents You are in charge of laying that spiritual foundation. Consider these things as you rear your children for the next generation of Christians. The future of your family will be determined by how they define family, marriage, sex, and love. The future of our nation will be determined by how they define right, wrong, and character. The future of the church will be determined by their personal faith, convictions, and commitment. The future of their lives will be determined by who their God is and how committed they truly are to Him. And one thing I'm learning is that they're never going to be more committed to Him than their parents are. They're never going to understand a personal faith if their parents aren't. They're never going to understand convictions or commitment if their parents don't. So parents, here's my question. Are you content to live your life, go about your business, ignore the threats, and wait until your family or teenager is attacked? Here's the thing. It'll be too late then. The damage will have been done. Are we so foolish as to think that our teens won't be attacked spiritually? Will it take some kind of major setback, some kind of devastating news, some major disturbance in your home to bring you to the point of a spiritual renewal and proactive action? God, God's word calls us to active Christian living, for us to work out our salvation on a daily basis. 1 Peter 5.8 says, hey, be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, As a roaring lion walketh about seeking whom he may devour. Look, he's he's looking. He's searching. He's walking about on a daily basis. He's no respecter of persons. He could care less. He doesn't want you to have peace and order and, and joy in your home, but he's content with destroying and devouring and causing havoc in your home. We need some parents that are woke to Satan's tactics. Those who will know that the enemy is there, that will suspect his activity and have intelligence into his operations, and then they'll strike actively and aggressively at the base, taking action that makes it pointless or impossible for the devil to do what he intended. We need parents who will research the enemy, develop a strategic defense against the enemy, and literally wage war through the word of God and prayer for the spiritual health of our children. And we need young people who will know that they are vulnerable and seek to protect themselves within the safe borders of parental authority and the word of God. We need young people who are wise enough to see beyond today and to accept the active efforts of those who love them more than life itself that God has placed in their life. Mom, Dad, you really are the primary source of spiritual protection for your family. And preventing the attack and surviving the war is going to require a lot of diligence and commitment. But let me just tell you that your family is worth it. Your children are worth it. Whether you have one child or two child, children or three or four, don't throw in the towel. Stand and fight. Stay encouraged. You can do it. You are able to raise good, godly children in this day and age. I know that that is not popular opinion. I know that it's hard to believe in this day and age that you're able to do that. But I promise you that you can do that. Look, don't let the world define the home. Don't allow the media to determine what you can or can't do within the walls of your home but rise and fight stand up against the tactics don't allow satan to to win on a daily basis in your home and stay encouraged keep swinging when something doesn't work try something else seek counsel from your pastor seek counsel from good godly friends pray have prayer meetings for your home do family devotions Get together every single night and tell your kids how much you love them. Tell them that you're there for them. Tell them that if they ever have any questions and they want answers on, on the latest topics of this world or if they've seen something on their cell phones and they, they need help or and they need a way out of something, tell them that you're more than willing to sit down and talk with them. Do not let Satan win. Don't give him the victory. Keep fighting. Keep standing. And stay encouraged. I love you all. I'm here for you all. And I'm praying for you all on a daily, weekly basis. Hey, let's keep fighting. Let's keep standing. And this attack, spiritual warfare is so real, but we can't give up. We got to stay faithful each and every day. Our families need us. Our kids need us. Our churches need us. Have an amazing, blessed day. I'll see you all next week.
0: Thank you for listening. Please subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss an episode. While you're at it, leave us a rating and review. The greatest trick Satan has ever pulled is convincing the world he does not exist. We have to live in light of the reality that he walks about seeking whom he may devour. He is alive and well today. Remember to work out your salvation today. May God bless you richly as you seek to walk with him.